Jambat from BA. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 26th of May 2022, a quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Tuesday the 24th, the Prosecutor's General Office presented an annual report on the office's main achievements and challenges to the Parliament. According to the report, in 2021, 117 public servants were accused and then charged of committing a crime. Most of them used to work at the Ministry of Internal Affairs and in local self-government bodies. In 2021, the Prosecutor's Office launched a corruption investigation into 280 cases and 135 people were convicted. On Friday the 20th, the Foreign Affairs Minister had a meeting with his Danish counterpart in Italy. The Danish minister announced his plans to open a Danish embassy in Georgia. In the meeting, the parties also agreed to strengthen the bilateral relationships between the two countries. Remember that one of the largest companies in Georgia, IDS Bojormi, ceased its operation on the 29th of April due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine? Well, now the Russian owner of the company decided to offer a part of the DS Bojormi's shares to the Georgian government. Even though the government has not made a decision yet, the Prime Minister stated that the company will resume operations and employees will keep their jobs and go back to work. The government will make a decision in the next governmental meeting. Last week, we talked about Georgia's Independence Day. On Thursday the 26th, the National Defense Forces exhibited military hard work in major cities in the country. The major event was organized in Tbilisi, on Rustaveli Avenue, where various activities were held. There were educational and entertainment areas set up, as well as areas for children. Foreign diplomats and officials also congratulated the country on the celebration. Queen Elizabeth II sent a letter to the Georgian president, where she emphasized the importance of bilateral relations between the two countries. French President Emmanuel Macron also congratulated the Georgian people. During the event, artists performed the European Union's national anthem. It was the first time the anthem was played on Independence Day. Last week on Thursday the 19th, the Ministry of Education decided that, as of the next academic year, chess will be a compulsory subject. Students will study chess from the first grade as to develop their analytical skills. On that note about education, this week's Georgian 12th graders had the last day of classes with the ringing of the last bell, or as the Georgian says, Bolo Zari. PM Garibayshvili congratulated pupils on graduating. On the day of Bolozari, graduates celebrate their last bell by wearing plain white shirts on which they write nice things to each other and wish each other well. From the day Russia invaded Ukraine on the 24th of February to the 1st of May, almost 3,400 Russians and over 2,300 Belarusian citizens registered in Georgia as individual entrepreneurs. According to the Ministry of Justice, the service of registration as an individual entrepreneur has become one of the most requested services and hundreds of Russians and Belarusians stand in light to register daily. In that same period, Russian citizens became shareholders in 171 limited liability companies. On Thursday the 19th, the country's export promotion agency Enterprise Georgia received an award from the World Trade Promotion Organization for its efforts to promote Georgian export capabilities. The agency actually won the award in 2020, but due to the pandemic, the award ceremony was held in Ghana this year. The executive director of the International Trade Center gave the award to the executive director of the agency, Mikhail Kidurelli. On Wednesday the 25th, Enterprise Georgia launched an international investment promotion campaign in partnership with Bloomberg Media. The campaign includes social media and TV advertising and features prominent investors in Georgia, such as EBRD and Majoral Georgia. 
The campaign targets EU, Middle Eastern, and Asian countries. Would you like to check out the campaign? Click on the link in our show notes. Also on Wednesday the 25th, Tamar Gabunia, the first Deputy Health Minister of Georgia, was elected as the Vice President of the Committee of the 75th World Health Assembly in Geneva. Gabunia will be in charge of revising the reports and resolutions submitted to the Assembly. This week, the Institute for Development of Freedom of Information published a report on access to public information in the country. According to the document, the Ministry of Agriculture has the highest rate of responsiveness. This ministry has responded to over 95% of requests for public information. On the other hand, the Ministry of Culture has the lowest rate of responsiveness, which stands at about 30%. The report also concludes that, generally, public institutions refuse information requests submitted by NGOs. On Wednesday, the 25th of May, the Tbilisi City Hall announced that five new bus routes and three new minibus routes will be added to the public transport next month. The initiative serves to decrease the traffic and improve transport services. Now let's talk about the pandemic situation in Georgia. This week, the country reported 586 cases of COVID and 605 recoveries. Now, on to some travel news. Do you want to travel but have a tight budget? As of the 28th of June, Saudi Arabian budget airline Flyadeal will begin operating regular flights from both Butami and the capital city of Tbilisi. On Sunday the 22nd, Uzbekistan Airways made its first flight connecting Tashkent to Butami. The airline will carry out regular flights twice a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. On Tuesday the 24th, Open Caucus Media published a data block comparing Georgia's democracy with countries granted EU candidacy. As mentioned during the last few weeks, the Georgian government applied for EU membership on the 3rd of March. According to the blog, all of the countries that became EU member states during the last 20 years had a higher level of democracy than Georgia when they were granted a membership. Would you like to know more about the topic? Link in the show notes. Are you wondering what Georgian sportsmen are up to? On Monday the 23rd, the European Weightlifting Federation named Georgian Lasha Talakatsa Weightlifter of the Year. He won his latest Olympic gold medal last year in Tokyo and earned the title of Georgian Sportsperson in 2017, 18 and 21. He is a five-time winning weightlifting world champion. At the European Taekwondo Championship in Manchester, Anna Japaritz and Georgi Nikolat won bronze medals, while Georgi Kijanisvili took gold. Georgian para-athletes did great as well in the Wheelchair Fencing World Cup in Poland. Nina Tivilashvili won a gold medal and her teammate Irma Ketsuriani got silver. We will close today's show with exciting news for parents and children. As you probably already know, the 1st of June is International Children's Day. The day will be celebrated in recreational parks located in Tbilisi. Events at the parks will include performances and games. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We want to hear from you. How long have you been listening to our updates? What would you change about them? Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nach Bandis! Bandis!